Hi. I'm going to be reading from uh, the book of Romans, chapter 13, verses 8 through 14, and it's from the message translation. Don't run out of debts except for the huge debt of love you owe each other. When you love others, you complete what the law has been after all along. The law code, don't sleep with another person's spouse, don't take someone's life, don't take what isn't yours, don't always be wanting what you don't have, and, and any other don'ts you can think of, finally adds up to this. Love other people as well as you do yourself. You can't go wrong when you love others. When you add everything up in the law code, the sum total is love. But make sure you don't get so absorbed and exhausted in taking care of all your day-by-day -day obligations that you lose track of time and doze off, oblivious to God. The night is about over, dawn is about to break. Be up and awake to what God is doing. God is putting the finishing touches on the salvation work he began when we first believed. We can't afford to waste a minute. We must not squander these precious daylight hours in frivolity and indulgence, in sleeping around in dissipation, in bickering and grabbing everything in sight. Get out of bed and get dressed. Don't loiter and linger, waiting until the very last minutes. Dress yourselves in Christ and be up and about. This is the word of the Lord. Hey friends, how are you doing this morning? Good? Not good? What's happening? When I decided to use the message this morning, it was because I personally loved the imagery of this paraphrased version. When you add up everything in law code, the sum total is love. I picture being in a store. Let's make up a store name. Let's say Target. And you have this cart full of stuff at this place I made up called Target. And you are unsure about what the cost is going to be. Maybe you close your eyes because you don't want to see that massive number lit up in those green bright letters on the register screen. But you remember, oh, from this place called Target, I have a gift card, and it was attached to some thank you card. I have no idea how much is on it, but hey, every little bit counts, right? So I give it to the cashier, and they scan it, and then the total goes down to zero, and a long receipt is printed out, and they smile at you, and they hand you a receipt, and they said, have a nice day. And maybe the way a person that would respond to that situation gives you a glimpse into who they are or what season of life they're in right now. Maybe you're the type of person who would be all smiles and grateful and just happy the rest of the day to receive this blessing in full. Maybe you're the type of person that would be in disbelief. Something went wrong with the machine, and you're thinking, this is too good to be true. And you want to get to the bottom of this before you leave with that cart full of stuff that you didn't pay for. Or maybe you're the type of person who would really struggle with this blessing. Maybe you know logically you should be grateful for this gift. 
but you kind of struggle with some pride, or maybe receiving love with no strings attached is just really hard for you to comprehend. Now, I would love to say I'm a part of that first group that just takes it and rolls with it, but I probably belong personally more in group three. Sometimes I really struggle in receiving love and support. And it's kind of a humbling thing for an ordained pastor to admit that at the pulpit, but here we are. So some of you know that I just came back a little bit ago from hiking down the Grand Canyon, hiking down the South Rim, coming up from the North Rim. And before the trek down into the canyon, I had these mental obstacles come up. While I trusted my physical abilities, there was also flash flood warnings, excessive heat warnings, and a major pipeline broke that you couldn't access water in the cannon with the water faucets they had. So you had to filter all of the natural water, and that's not actually super accessible throughout the whole trail. And they also suggest to go up north to south because the climb is significantly more rigorous going up the north rim because it's higher. So my mind was spinning, and I thought, there are too many things that can go wrong in this beast of a cannon that plays no rules but its own. And all you Enneagram folks out there are like, she is such a six, and you are absolutely right. I am such a six. And for better or for worse, sometimes when these things that are happening internally, emotionally, and mentally, it can affect you physically. And when I put my pack on, it felt like my body was going into fight or flight mode and the pack was burying me and I couldn't breathe. When we got on the bus that took us to the trailhead, I, I took my pack off, I hunched over it and let the waterworks begin. I was so overwhelmed before the journey even started. Two team members decided to take some weight out of my pack and put it in theirs. And my pride was not grateful for that. I was trying to refuse their help, saying, I got it, I'll be okay, it's fine, even though I was clearly suffering and I was clearly not okay. But thankfully, they didn't listen to me, and they each took about two or three pounds out of my pack. And some of you might be thinking, oh, five or six pounds, that's not very much weight. But anyone who backpack knows that that's a significant amount of weight to be taken out of your pack. There was no second thought in their minds if they were going to add the weight to their pack. They were loving me well, and they understood that when you love someone, you can't go wrong with that. You think they were excited about adding more weight to their pack? You think they were like, oh, goody, more weight added to this heavy pack I'm already carrying before we go on this really long backpacking trip. Yeah, that no one's ever said that. But being loving and supportive isn't always most convenient and easy thing to do. To be honest, I don't even think they got a thank you because I was too caught up in my own head about everything else. And now I'm carrying this guilt on top of that. 
One of the people that took extra weight on my pack was pretty much a stranger. I met them that trip. After five miles down, I did take that weight back onto my pack after my mental games have subsided a bit. And I thank them immensely for doing that. While the, the appreciation was a bit delayed, they still supported me. And I shared this story because I wanted to share sometimes giving out your love isn't easy and sometimes receiving love is hard to accept. When talking about and giving and receiving love, there's kind of these four scenarios that are always being played out. Sometimes you give love to others and it's great and it's easy and it's something you want to do and it feels really natural. And love needs to feel this way sometimes to balance out the scenario of point two, that sometimes giving out love is hard. Maybe it's just the energy you're lacking, or it's a particular person that's hard to love. Maybe it doesn't matter how lovely you are, they are just still so ungrateful. Maybe it's a stranger, or maybe it's a person you haven't known very long, or it's a person who hasn't, hasn't earned your trust and devotion, so it feels a little uneasy, and it's taking you out of that comfort zone. Now, to be on the recipient side of it, sometimes being the person that is, that is being blessed with this outpouring love feels really, really good. And the amount of gratitude in your heart, you just can't put into words. But it's lifting up your spirit, and it makes, you feel, makes life feel more bearable. And then there's that fourth scenario. Sometimes being the recipient of love feels really uncomfortable. Maybe you feel undeserving and you don't want that kind of attention. You only want to be seen as strong and independent and fear that that extra love and support will somehow make people think less of you because of it. Now, when fulfilling the law of love that Paul is talking about in our text, that's dependent on the scenario. That's how we decide if we are gonna answer to love, right? Like if it's too inconvenient, or we've already shown that person a lot of love already, we've met the quota, like we're good, right? We don't have to love anymore. You're quiet, it's like a trick question. <laughs> You're right, you were quiet, it was awkward, I was wrong. You're right, I was wrong. I was not correct, good job. Paul tells us that fulfilling the law of love, that fulfilling the, fulfilling the law is to love, and that we are debt to love each other. When we are to love people unconditionally simply because they exist, that's not actually a debt that ever gets paid off. It's not a simple transaction, because if it was, then it wouldn't actually really be love. Would it be? Paul vigorously insists that we love our neighbor and that we owe our neighbor that love. In fact, God gives everyone claim to our love. We love God not because we're so nice and so smart, but because God first loved us. 
And in a similar way, we have the ability to love our neighbors, not because they did something to deserve it, but because God loves them and loves us and lovingly commands us to be indebted to each other in love. Now, thankfully, we don't have to figure this out alone. In fact, we can't even accomplish this very well on our own accord. Fulfilling the law of love can only be done in community. Now, with that being said, I have a super important announcement to make. So can I have a drum roll, please? We will be launching community groups! I got five people stoked about it. We'll work on getting the other ones stoked about it. There's going to be a bunch more details about logistics on that later. Be on the lookout for QR codes and links that are going to take you to a Google form. And the sooner people fill those out, the sooner we're going to get those groups started. Now, while the logistics, sucks, logistics of it all will come later, I really wanted to share the why. I didn't wake up one day and go, oh, you know, I think it'd be great to fill up people's schedules because it's not like anyone has anything else going on. I didn't even come up with this idea on my own. It was inspired by the evident need for of the people in the congregation. So experiment time, hopefully this experiment works. Raise your hand if you've been a part of this church for more than five years. Okay, everyone look around, keep those hands. All right, put your hands down. Raise your hand if you've been a part of this church less than five years. Everyone look around. Sweet, so my, my experiment worked, yes. It looks like there are more people here that have been here less than five years than more than five years. And of course that would change week to week, but I think there's this kind of general that we've We've become a newer church in a lot of ways based on how many new people we have here. Now, several of the folks in the camp of five years of less have straight up went up to me and said, is there community groups? I really wish there were. And some people didn't necessarily ask about community groups, but they said they really longed for community. And they really wanted to know how to get to know more people at Urban Grace. Friends, we are really, really blessed here. There are so many rad people at this church. And when people meet our community, when I meet people in our community, and I tell them that I work here, their face lights up because they all know our church. If they hadn't attended a church service, they maybe have been here for a class or a concert or a dance. They've been in our building and they felt that acceptance and warmth. It's also not by complete luck and total randomness that we get visitors every single week or almost every single week. I've been here two years and I almost every single week, almost every single week, I meet someone new who this is their first Sunday here. We have so much love to give and receive here, beloved friends. And while verses 8 through 10 are about fulfilling the law of love and its importance, verses 11 through 14 is all about how time is of the essence 
And this is our time together to go on this journey in our lives to live out the law of love. But I'm gonna be honest with you, sometimes it's gonna feel like a chore. Maybe it's your turn to host and you're on that rotation and your house isn't as tidy as you want it to be with guests coming over and maybe the food didn't come out exactly how you envisioned, but thankfully, they're not coming over for a Michelin star restaurant experience. They're coming over to spend time with you. And sometimes when you go to your community group, you're gonna feel really open about your needs and the support that you're looking for. And you will gladly receive all the love and the kindness your community gives you at a time where you just need that extra dose of love. Sometimes when you go to your community group, you might, you might feel a little guarded. You'll be carrying a lot, but, and you wanna to continue to carry that on your own. And when your community comes around you to surround you with that love and support, and if they wanna take some weight off your pack, let them fight that internal instinct to just stay guarded and carry it all on your own. Being in a community, a special and intentional community like the ones that we're forming, there is this constant flow of love being filled into our cups and pouring that love out into others. Learning to love is a lifelong going process. We never complete it. And we will always begin our no matter, we'll always be a beginner no matter how much years we have under our belt. It would be too soon for any of us to claim that we have arrived and we have it all figured out, we know how to love well. And it would also be never too late to begin this journey. It's a journey that we are doing together. And I hope you say yes to joining us in launching these community groups. Even if you feel that you have enough friends or community, there are a lot of people in the sanctuary or watching online or somewhere else this morning that call this place their home and they are longing for your love and your support. And you could be the answer to their prayers. And maybe, just maybe, you, they could be the answer to yours. Amen.